This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 615 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have Jason Woodbury. He's with Infinite Pest Solutions. Jason, how are you doing? Hey, good morning, Charlie. How are you doing today? Glad to be on the show. Hey, thrilled to have you and, uh, in Florida. I feel like it's a competition on some days. You know, it's, it's like there's so many bugs out there, whether it's the mosquitoes or the noceums or, or in homes that you guys don't treat. You got your ants and your roaches and, and rodents and on and on and on. So it's always good to talk to someone who understands how to keep those two worlds separated, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we get uh, a lot of people moving down here with no clue yeah what what it means to live in the jungle <laughs> so it's a, a it can be a rude awakening for a lot of people yeah well I'm looking forward to you sharing your knowledge so let's start with the company infinite pest solutions tell us about them yeah so uh, infinite pest solutions we've been in business for a little over four years now um, I started in the industry back in 2001, so been doing this for a long time, but uh, we got started four years ago. We treat, uh, we have two locations. We're here in Southwest Florida, anywhere from Punta Gorda down to Marco Island. Um, and then we treat, you know, Fort Myers, Naples, out to Ave Maria. Oh, wow. Okay. And then we've also got a, a second location up in Orlando as well. Oh, neat. Is that because you like Disney and it's a good business write-off that you could? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I mean, that has nothing to do with it, right? (laughs) So what about your journey getting into the business? Tell us a little bit about that. So I actually, uh, I was a missionary for two years down in Argentina. And the day that I left to go... Uh, to become a missionary, my brother flew out to uh, North Carolina to start as a door-to-door salesman selling pest control while he was in college. Oh, wow. So he, so he for, for two summers in college, did, started doing pest control. And then as soon as I came back from being a missionary, he was like, hey, you should do pest control with me. I was like, okay, sounds good to me. If you can do it, I can do it. So that's, that's how I got my start. Dang, dang. Door to door. Wow. I, yeah. I, you have a, a funny story or two? I bet there that must have been quite an experience. Oh, I could talk for hours about funny stories. But uh, <laughs> yeah, knocking doors, it's, it's not as bad as people think it is. Yeah. You know, you do have to have a little bit of a thick skin. But, yeah. you know, if, as long as you're a pretty normal person, most people are pretty nice to you. Yeah, you don't get too many doors slammed in your face, or yeah. you know anything like that. No one likes to be bothered, but if you have something legitimate to talk to them about, then mm-hmm. they're usually pretty nice. Yeah. So it's it's not like you were attracted to bugs as a kid, and you had like a bug collection. It was one of those. Your brother <laughs> got you involved in this cool business, and you got to knock on doors, and it it led you to where you are today. Well, I'm a huge nerd too. I have a biology degree. I mean, yeah, I was always attracted to bugs as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Have have some traumatic ant and rat ant and mice stories that I can tell you too. I don't know if you want to 
Oh, I, those, but. I would, I would, you, you've teased us now. You've got to reveal. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Which one do I tell you? There's so many. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you this one. Uh, when I was in Argentina and I was a missionary, I woke up. I'll give you the short version, but I, I woke up. I got to this new apartment after I'd been there for about a year and a half. I moved to this new place and I woke up just covered in ants in my bed uh, they, have, they have a carnivorous ant there and i woke up and they were literally eating me for dinner wow i was i, I counted wow. the next morning i had several hundred bites all over my body and and like were you stinging all over was it like is it like uh yeah what? yeah like like a fire ant bite like oh yeah, I, I didn't notice it when I was asleep, but the next day they, they stung, they were itchy, they hurt. Uh, the good news is I'm kind of like like a superhero story, right? Uh-huh. Like I'm, I have a natural immunity now to ant bites and ant stings. Okay, because so of like, so many? Yeah, you- yeah. So, so like if a fire ant stings me now, it hurts. Like I feel it just like anybody does, but my stings go away within a day or two, most people like it leaves them a scar. It gives them a big bump and it itches for a couple of weeks right. and it hurts. Uh, but mine go away within about 24 hours. Oh my goodness. I wish I'd give me a better superpower, but that, that's what I got. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, uh, at least you got something. That's, that's one more than what I have. Uh, <laughs> <and you earned> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Paid my dues for that one. Wow, that I can't even imagine. I mean, did you even go back to sleep after that? It, it, did you just like run? <laughs> uh, you know, I think I stayed awake the rest of the night. Yeah. How do you protect yourself from that? Dang. Well, they got used to me. They decided they didn't like the taste of me. So they just <laughs> moved that on. Was it. They just moved on, I guess. Go to another restaurant. Oh my God! Yeah, that all you all you can eat buffet. They got sick of it. So yeah. So how about when it comes to myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? You know, I there's a couple of them, and there's kind of two things. Uh, everyone thinks a bug guy is a bug guy, and it's just not the same. You ever think? Everyone thinks, well, you you spray the same chemicals, right? And the answer is no. We, we all have access to the same products for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just thinking that everyone's the same, they're just like, well, who's the cheapest? And the truth of the matter is there's a lot of companies out there. They're going to put 25 jobs on, on one technician every single day. And he's not going to be able to really customize a service plan for your house. Hmm. You know, he'll like he'll load up a you know two hundred gallon tank and he'll go spray everyone's house with the same exact product. But if you're having, say, say you have ants, that's a different product that's going to work than spiders. Spiders is a different product. So most companies are going to just use the same product for everybody, and it's going to work. Say like seventy five percent on all of them. But if you have ants, you're going to want to use a non repellent. If you have spiders you want something that's a contact product that has a repellency to it so 
for example, just what we do, we're going to schedule maybe 10 jobs on each technician. Hmm. So when we're there, we're going to actually inspect the house and see what's the best treatment for today for this house. And we're going to custom, you know, figure out which, which products to use and how to treat customized every time instead of just spraying and praying it works. Right. Ah, that's interesting. So again, it's, it's not necessarily that we have access to any special products. It's, it's the methodologies, the protocols. It's, Hey, what do we do? Are we spending 10 minutes at your house? We're going to spend 30 minutes at your house. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that's, that's probably the biggest misconception people have is, Oh, everybody's the same. No, it's not. And and I guess that's really important down here because uh, you could be ant free one day and, uh, you know, a month later, all of a sudden be inundated with ants and just assume that, you know, the pest control company is whatever they're spraying is going to take care of ants, but that's not necessarily the case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good to know, man. This is, (laughs) this is good stuff. So, so, well, the important thing is we, is we have to do an inspection every single time to figure out, and it just takes extra time to do it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. obviously it costs a little bit more if we're doing 10 jobs versus 25 jobs, we have to charge a little bit more to justify spending the extra time. So that's the conception that I want to kind of portray to people is you don't want the cheapest guy because you're going to get the cheapest service. Yeah. You want someone that's going to be observant and watch and, and take care of it properly. And for, for things that, I mean, Hey, it's, it's an annoyance to have whatever, you know, ants crawling around or roaches and, things like that. But I'm sure some of the things you guys pick up that maybe the homeowner wouldn't termites, right? Yep. Yep. Termites, wasps, you know, we're we're looking up in the eaves to see, Hey, is there a, the start of a, of a, of a wasp nest? If so, then let's take care of it rather Mm -hmm. than waiting for the homeowner to notice it and have problems with it and then call us back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, would you rather get it done when it's starting because we're observant, or would you rather wait till it's a problem and then just have to call yeah. us? Yeah. Wow. How about rodents? Do you uh, run into much in the way of uh, those little furry animals? Yeah, that's the secret. Nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> everybody, everybody here in Southwest Florida ha- is going to run into rodent issues at one mm-hmm. point or another. They're uh-huh. very common, and of course, no one wants to talk about it because then if people knew about it, it might scare them away. So <laughs> we have uh-huh. we have a lot more rodent issues. People think it's like an embarrassment, like oh my goodness, you know, yeah. we we heard something in our attic. Like, don't worry about it. So does your neighbor. Everyone does. It's uh-huh. just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember those days in Pennsylvania, even we'd be laying in bed and going, did you hear that? It's like, uh, you know, someone was having a party in our attic and, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mice, mice are common, particularly up North. We don't really get mice because yeah. mice and rats compete with each other and the rats win. So <laughs> they're, they're bigger, faster and stronger. Yeah. All right. So when you're not, Having uh, fun with insects and rodents and all that. Uh, what are you doing for fun? Well, I have four boys, so that keeps us plenty busy. 
Uh, my oldest is uh, 15 and a half, and my youngest is almost eight. So wow. Wow. they're involved with, with different extracurriculars, sports, and stuff like that. But uh, we, uh, I, I love to be outdoors. You know, when mm-hmm. I do get a spare moment, we go out. We like to do some camping and, and some fishing, a little bit of hunting, that sort of thing. What do you hunt? Uh, I grew up in Idaho, so so deer and elk is is yeah. what I've hunted. Um, but every year I like to go make a, a trip out out back to Idaho to do a, a week long backpacking trip. Really, that's uh that's something that I've I've done for for years with my dad and my brothers since I was a little kid. Right, go 20, 30, 40 miles back to where there's nobody. Hmm. You're just wow. loving nature. It's, it's amazing. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Do you go to a different location each time or do you just stick with the same place? Uh, we have a few places we go to. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a, a spot we used to go to a lot. And uh, it's when my mom passed away. My mom passed away about 11 years ago now. Um, we, got, we have a picture from this particular mountain that we we go to all the time and we put a picture of that on her headstone so yeah. there's yeah. a there's some particular uh yeah specialness to that place that we used to go to with as a family so yep. um, yeah um we like to go there how about jason when it comes to a hardship life challenge what comes to mind that uh, could be a period of time that you had a rough patch, got through it. You now look back and say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah. Um, there's been there's been a couple of them. But the one of the scariest ones for me was when my my son started losing his hearing. And and we didn't we didn't really know it. It took us a while to pick up on it. And we found out he had a, a what's called cholesteatoma. It's 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 a, it was a growth inside of his eardrums and we went to the doctor and when he discovered what it was, he said, Hey, we need emergency surgery. Wow. You know, this is, this is, this could, you know, if it's ignored, it could kill him. Whoa. That's, that's hard. And that was, that was rough. Oh. That was hard news to hear. And I, I didn't want to believe it because of course, the doctor's going to tell you you need surgery. I wanted to explore the alternatives. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I I took a day or two to research it, and I realized nope, he was telling the truth, and this needs to get fixed as soon as possible. So, um, he had it in both ears, both sides. He had bilateral cholesteatoma, so he had wow. it uh, destroyed the all the bones in his right ear. So he's he's totally deaf on the right side. Oh. And then he's about 60% deaf on the left side. Um, wow. And it's it's something that, that can recur. It can come back at any time. So he has to get checkups every couple months. Um, but we're, we're on the other side of it now. He's, yeah. you know, he's learning sign language. He can still hear a little bit on the one side with, with a hearing aid. Um, right. right. And, he's, and he's flourishing well. You know, he's doing really well yeah. in school and... Yeah with friends and all that stuff. But that was about five years ago. That was a really, really rough time. Oh, I can't imagine. How, how old was he? Uh, he was nine or 10. 
Wow. So he was pretty young. Yeah. He was pretty young when we... Yeah. And it was weird because we, we started realizing just behavioral changes. Hmm. We're like, why is he always yelling at us? Right. Like, why is he ignoring us? He's acting like a teenager, and he's not nearly old enough to be acting like a teenager. Right. And then we just wow. realized, we're like, we just think he can't hear us. So anytime he hears us, it's because we're yelling at him. Right. And because uh, we think he's ignoring us when really he just can't hear us. So. And I guess it's just this gradual thing that he probably didn't even realize because it just happens, you know, over time. Yeah, I mean, for years, you know, he, we would travel a lot, you know, between just elevation changes. We used to live in California. Yeah. We'd drive back and forth between California and Idaho or mm-hmm. you know, Idaho and Florida. It's, it's a big elevation change. And he'd always, like, be popping his ears. Yeah, yeah. And that, the doctor thinks just his ears didn't pop one time, and, and they wow. – like it, it, it caused – the the eardrum to start growing inward instead of outward. Wow, wow. So, well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, it's it's just stuff like this. It's amazing the ripple effect. You know, you, you didn't even know there was such a situation or a condition, and um, nor did I. Uh, and you just never know who's listening who might you know, pick up something and, and help others. So really appreciate well, and it. We were, we were really lucky too, because the doctor that we went to, we had just moved at, at this time, we had just moved to Utah. Hmm. Um, and we, the, the doctor we went to is the specialist in that field okay. in the entire Northwest of the United States. He's the, the guy. Wow. And we happened to go to him. If if we had been anywhere else, any other doctor, they probably wouldn't have known. Yeah. Because it's it's a very, very rare thing. Super rare. Wow. And they wouldn't even have found it. Yeah. yeah. So we were extremely blessed to to be in the right place at the right time with the right person who could figure out what the problem was. It's amazing how sometimes life just leads you to be in the right place at the right time. And, and, uh, boy, that's a great example. Wow. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about infinite pest solutions, Jason, what would that be? Uh, and this isn't about infant necessarily, but for anyone that's looking at buying a house, the state doesn't require, uh, a termite inspection to buy a house. Really? And especially in this market, people are just foregoing inspections and all that. Mm-hmm. Get and pay for a good termite inspection when you buy a house. Um, we're in the one of the areas of the world that has the most termites. So especially since we have so many people that come from other places where termites are not a big deal, they do billions of dollars worth of damage every single year. And if you're buying it, an older home, especially something more than like three years old, mm-hmm. you want to pay for a good thorough termite inspection mm. and not from a home inspector. Home inspectors are not licensed for it. It needs to be a, an independent termite inspection, whether it's us or someone else. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if you're not paying, you know, 150, 200 bucks for it, it's not a good one. 
There's hmm. there's people out there yeah. doing them for fifty bucks just to fill out the the it's document. A, yeah. Um, but it takes takes an hour two hours to do it, plus all the write up and paperwork and pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just recommend when you buy a house, get yeah. get a thorough inspection done. Great advice, thank you. So I know we have listeners, Jason, who want to get in touch, want to learn more. What's the best way for them to do so? Uh, best way is just to give us a call. 239-208-9918 is our main office line. And I'll, I'll say that again, 239-208-9918. Um, we've, we've got a, I mean, we've grown pretty quickly. We've got about 10 guys out in the field. We've got three or four office people. So we're, we're pretty available. There's not usually a lot of emergencies when it comes to pest control. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're, we're pretty responsive. We're, yeah. we're pretty available. Unless you get those uh, cannibal uh, or, or <laughs> uh, yeah, right in there. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's great. Well, hey, man, really appreciate you being part of the show and, and I mean, sharing those tips. They were great. And absolutely. Uh, wish you guys the best going forward there. Thanks, Charlie. I, I appreciate you having me on here. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.